This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone, to the final half hour of today's show on Real Presence Live. My name is Tim Moser, your host, coming at you from the Fargo studio. Therese is producing. Thanks so much, Therese. Oh, look at that smile. See, she's even happy to produce, even for an old codger like me. Thanks, Therese. I appreciate it. That's great. Well, hey, we are going to talk about something that is very, very famous up and down the Red River Valley, the NDSU-UND Newman Center Bike Race. And we have a couple people on to talk about that. First, I'd like to go to Jacob Tupa, who is a student at UND. Welcome, Jacob. Hey, happy to be here, Jacob. Tell us a little bit about yourself, then we'll talk a little bit about the race. Where are you from? Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. Is that the polar bears? That is the polar bears. All right. Go ahead, Jacob. Um, so, yeah, a little bit about me. Uh, growing up in the area, I've been a pretty big UND fan, uh, supporter my whole life. Uh, my father went to school here. My mother went to or my grandmother went to school here. Um, grew up on UND, going to sporting events and things like that. So I figured, well, might as well come to UND. Um, I'm a medical laboratory science with pre-medicine major. Um, I'm in my fourth year currently. I have one more year left of undergrad. Um, and then just got getting UND, and uh, yeah, I've enjoyed my time so far. I've become more at the uh, Newman Center, and it's been a great experience. Yeah, how did you get involved at the Newman Center, Jacob? Well, uh, welcome weekend of school. I figured, well, I want to continue going to church, um, and so I was like, well, there's a church on campus. I'll try it out. Um, went to church, and then Father Luke had, um, I mean, like he does every welcome week, and then subsequently after that, there was like a card to fill out for like if you want to be involved in something like a Bible study, altar serving, being a lecture at mass, uh, those things, and. Um, I figured, oh, yeah, I want to be involved, to get involved, meet new people, because I really didn't know too many people from the area that had gone to school here. And it was, I'll put Bible study. I don't want to get myself too immersed right away, you know, that wall you put up. Um, and so after that, I got involved in the Bible study, got asked to come in, into a Bible study, and then everything just kind of took off from there. Excellent. That's great. We're talking about Jacob Tupa, student at I almost said NDSU. Forgive me. I'm an NDSU alum. So, quick little story. So, I have three brothers. Two of us went to NDSU. Two of us went to UND. So, we're old enough now that we, you know, it's good-natured fun, you know. But <laughs> so I apologize. Oh, yeah. up, up at UND. Um, well, that, that's wonderful. That is great. And um, let's talk a little bit about the bike race, too. So, you said fourth year. So, last year was kind of a different kind of bike race, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Well, Personally, for me, this is that was my first year. The first couple ah. of years, I had work conflicts, so I was unable to, okay. to attend. So I got a, a little bit of my first taste um, with the COVID experience. Mm-hmm. So didn't you guys kind of actually, you rode miles, but you kind of rode more on your own, kind of out in the country or whatever. Is that kind of how it worked? Correct. Yeah, we had uh, we used an app called Strava to record our miles, whether you rode on your own with a friend, whether you did it on a bike uh, or an elliptical bike or stationary bike, I should say. Um, I just kind of tried it on your own and sent a little message or a picture and sent a screenshot and submitted it, and that's how we did it last year. Are you looking forward to the real thing this year? I am. It's going to be exciting. It's 
you hear about the amount of people that sign up and do it, and to be able to see that many people hopping on a bike and riding for 20, 30 miles um, together and kind of competing in good nature fun and, and knowing that it's going to be supporting two great churches, uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be fun. Exactly. It really goes to show the power of relationships, doesn't it? Because, you know, you rode the miles last year, but it's like, wow, I get to do it with people. Like you said, the excitement, the energy, you know, that comes with the relationships and a little competitiveness makes a world of difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And to know, like, okay, I'm competing against people, and I obviously want UND to win because with more miles, I'm from UND and a big supporter. But um, yeah, it's just that personal interaction gives it just a little bit more of an edge you um, interact with and then do it with your friends from your own university and then if you know somebody from NDSU or NDSU knows somebody from UAD or even just to meet people from, from a different university as well, it would be really fun. Exactly. Way cool. That's awesome. We'd also like to talk a little bit with John Gerke, who is a staff member there at the Thomas Aquinas Newman Center. Uh, welcome, John. Hello, Tim. Good to talk to you. Thanks. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and, and your role there at the St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center. Well, I am mercifully unaffiliated with UND and the NDSU <laughs> okay. rivalry, except for that I work at the Newman Center. Mm-hmm. I went to school in Minnesota, so mm-hmm. please have mercy on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm we a father of three, a husband of one, my beautiful wife, Christine. And then I do what's called annual fund and marketing here at the Newman Center, which means that... Uh, the bike race and figuring out the logistics and making sure that the porta potties and the t-shirts are all in the right place and that we don't confuse the two. Uh, <laughs> that's my job. And so we are we are raring to go here for our bike race coming up on the 24th, April 24th. I like that, John. I love your sense of humor. That's awesome. Well, th- th- this is great. Um, <laughs> so let- let's talk a little bit about um, last year. Were you, were you involved last year as well, John? How, how many years have you been there? Uh, I was very much involved last year. Uh, last year was a very, you know, as you, as you remember, Tim, uh, what an um, unbelievably strange year. What a yeah. difficult time for the church and for the country and, and certainly for our students. We, um, we had just started live streaming Mass and we had started live streaming morning prayer in order to give our students some sense of connection uh, while they were at their homes or you know, living in their apartments or whatever. Um, Bible studies actually reported 100% attendance at the beginning of the pandemic because students suddenly were cut off from all these vital ties to faith and community that they needed so deeply. And so the bike race last year uh, ended up using pretty much the same playbook. I and Father Luke Meyer dragged our cameras down to the basement, and we put up lights. We invited Father Cheney and his staff to come up here, and we actually had a live-streamed bike race event uh, where we had three cameras going. I was producing, and we had kind of a news desk set up, and myself and another uh, person from NDSU hosted that, and Father Cheney and Father Luke squared off on stationary bikes. And uh, that video is actually still up on our YouTube page. So if your listeners are curious what it looks like when two, uh, I won't say senior, but let's say seasoned members of the clergy square <laughs> off on stationary bikes, it's a... Uh, it was quite a lot of fun. We had a really good time. And, of course, raised uh, raised a lot of uh, support for our Newman Centers, which, of course, is, is the whole point of the bike race. Yeah, exactly. Very true. We'll get into the specifics of this year's race in a little bit. But, Jacob, I want to go back to you. Let's talk a little bit about the Newman Center itself and, and your faith. Maybe talk about some challenges, either, either you or, or some of the challenges you see 
with students there uh, on campus. You know, I remember the, the college campus is a mission field all its own. And maybe some of the ways that the Newman Center is helping you and others to, uh, to improve and, and, and strengthen your faith. Yeah. I think some, some challenges that you see on campus and things that you hear about is just um, everybody's kind of, it's kind of more of like people get caught up in the world and um, the different things that the news outlets throw out there. And, you know, news is great and we need to have news, but there's some, um, a lot of times it draws you away from your face and um, kind of brings you to a place where you're not at peace. And I think we've talked about that in some of the Bible studies that we've been in with just different things going on in the world that a lot of the times really, a lot of the things that stem down to it is just not having a good foundation that you can build your faith on. Um, and you see some things on campus, you you hear about sin, you see sin, and it's tough. And um, I just think it's, it's great that we have um, folks, missionaries here, and a great staff at the Newman Center to help us as students and prepare us to go out and try to bring others into the faith and draw them to the Lord. You know, Jacob, one of the things you said earlier kind of kind of hit me here, and I think it really applies. We talked about how it's going. You're looking so forward to to riding the bike race this year with, with the group of people doing this together. You're not alone, and and I think a lot of times that's the way it is with our faith too, right? You get there on college campus, like you said, you know, you maybe didn't join everything right away, right? A little reserved, this and that, but then it's like, okay, wait a minute. Gosh, you know, there's actually people who are living their Catholic faith. What the heck? Going to Bible studies, going to the Newman Center, right? You know, living that faith. And so I would think having the focused missionaries there, right? So the idea of I'm not alone, I'm living my faith with others, that's probably a, a, a pretty good help as well, I would guess. Yeah, it definitely is. You know, we talk about um, kind of like the, the hot coal and the fire analogy. If you're by yourself, the flame's going to flicker out, but if you've got others around you who are burning for the faith, you guys are going to build a strong fire. Um, and it's tough to do things on, on your own because you feel like you're kind of backed in a corner against everybody else, but to know that there's other people who who uh, are just as in tune with their faith or, or want to strive to grow in their faith as much as, it, as, much as you do... Um, it's great to have people around that you can have those deeper conversations about faith with. Right. And just like with the bike race, having having your team, it strengthens you, the group strengthens you as well in your faith. And, and you know, we're, we're so blessed here to have great priests, great churches, great opportunities, uh, you know, focus missionaries on the campus. I mean, it's, it's really amazing how all those things together have really helped some look at how many great marriages and how many how many great vocations you know to the priesthood and religious life are really a direct result of, of those kind of things and so we certainly appreciate that so what we're going to do we're going to take a little short break here and we're talking with john gurkey who is a staff at the saint thomas newman center up in grand forks and jacob tupa who is a fourth year medical student at the University of North Dakota about the NDSU-UND bike race. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the specifics of the bike race and how you can get involved. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability. And third, make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment here on Real Presence Live this morning. Therese is doing an awesome job of producing, pushing the right buttons, making sure I stay in line. Do you get extra pay for that, by the way, Therese? You should, though, right? Yeah, exactly. We're talking with John Gerke and Jacob Tupa from UND. University of North Dakota Newman Center about the bike race between UND and NDSU, the 36th annual being done in person this year. Welcome back, Jacob. Got a question for you, my friend. Have you been doing any kind of training at all for this? I mean, you're young. You could probably just get on the bike and outride me, but have you been doing any kind of training at all for this? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing some training. I don't know if I could hop right on the bike. It might be a little bit stiff <laughs> sore the next day, but um, yeah, a couple times a week just in general and then i've been trying to incorporate more bike riding into uh my workouts at the end uh so unity has an awesome wellness center um different bikes you can use maybe you've got one bike where it's like there's a screen and you're riding on this trail and you can even turn turn the handle to control where you're going and wow downhill to the resistance so it's it's pretty cool it's so it gets you kind of a, a real feel and and gets gets the legs working and hopefully gets them in shape for april 24th yeah, that technology is pretty amazing now, isn't it? Boy, a far cry from when I was your age. Stationary bike was a new thing. You know, it's like, ooh, we had the Airdyne. I don't know if John remembers that or not, but. Well, unfortunately, Tim, I, I don't. I'm only 29 years old. Oh, my so God. My memory only extends back as far as the first bush. Exactly. Uh, the second bush. Had been okay. 
Well, I'll give you the, the 15 second thing, but look it up on the line, Airdyne. Basically, it was something with handles and pedals, but it was this big fan, basically, that you pedaled. So it kind of cooled you as you pedaled. And, oh. oh, yeah, the Aerodyne. You remember that, Teresa? Huh? Did, you, did your uh, grandparents have one? See, they did. Awesome. Well, anyway, I digress. Let's talk a little bit more. Jake, we're coming back to you. Not only training, of course, in the physical sense. We've talked about training in the spiritual sense. But also, you have another job, and that is to help, <clears throat> excuse me, help raise funds for the Newman Center as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, each year the Newman Center gives us a choice. You can either um, pay your own fee right away or you can choose to fundraise for the Newman. And I figured, well, what better way to, to give back to a place that's given so much to me than to try to fundraise? Um, and this year my brother is going to ride the bike race with me, my brother Luke. So um, together him and I are fundraising because we figured out it's just easier for family want to donate, friends want to donate, and this and that. So what we do is we, make, we made a fundraising page um, and that's available for you through the uh, Saint, or the UND Catholic website. If you click on the bike race link, there's a list of my brother and I and then a bunch of other riders who are registered um, for people who are interested in donating to us or to other riders or becoming a corporate sponsor or even just sponsoring somebody who wants to ride themselves. So, uh, yeah, we've been trying to work on collecting funds, and hopefully we uh, continue to have a good, strong push here as the race approaches. I see that. And, John, that's got to be a big help to you, too. Obviously, I mean, let, let's face it, finances are an important part of, of keeping any organization going, and especially in this day and age, more difficult. But obviously having people like Luke around to help raise those funds has got to be a big boost to you as well. Well, yeah, Jacob and his brother Luke and all of our fundraisers have taken such ownership of uh, the Newman Center and the need to kind of continue the ministry of the Newman Center. And we're unbelievably grateful to them. We actually just had a little axe-throwing party for some of our fundraisers uh, the other night here in Grand Forks because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's so marvelous. I mean, you know, the Newman Center is here day after day, and uh, Jacob is a little too humble to tell you this, but he's here day after day after day. I see him in men's group. I see him in Bible study. I see him at Mass. Um, and so we're so grateful to know that uh, the ministry that he's receiving here at the Newman Center, and he's also passing on to others as a Bible study leader and as a mentor, uh, we're so grateful that he finds this uh, something he wants to invest in, uh, time and energy and sweat and blood and toil and tears. And we, we are, you know, thrilled with Jacob and his brother Luke and all of our fundraisers. It helps us a lot. Wow, that, that's pretty high praise, Jacob. Blood, sweat, and tears and everything. Man, you're giving it all. Yeah. Yeah, John's being a little bit too, uh, <laughs> giving me too much praise there. Well, all the glory go to God, right? Absolutely. Say, For John, sure. well, why don't you give our listeners just kind of a, kind of the specifics. You know, what, what day is it? When does it start? What's the plan? Who rides where? All those things. All right. Well, it is on April 24th, the glorious day of April 24th, 2021. Hopefully the snow will be gone by then, <laughs> yeah. but we're, we're, we're hardy folk up here, uh, so we'll manage it. I can't say the same for uh, Father Cheney's NDSU uh, bison, but we'll see what they do. They're from the At down south rate. here, right? You know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what, we, what will happen on that day is both ourselves and the NDSU Newman Center, we gather our riders at our respective locations, uh, and then we bus and carpool to Hillsboro, a nice neutral middle location. Uh, and at 10 a.m., the gun goes off and our riders start racing each other along a 25-mile course. Uh, and then at the end of that, we have lunch together uh, and go our separate ways. Um, but as you've already mentioned, Tim, that's just part of what's going on. 
We have riders who can actually ride remotely this year as well. Um, we've decided to continue the use of the Strava app. I mean, we had people riding out of country in Florida, although the, Florida might as well be another country someday. <laughs> uh, we've had people riding all over the world, and so we wanted to continue that to, you know, as you mentioned and you emphasize, it's so important to have the sense of community. So we'll have people riding remotely, and then, of course, the work Jacob and his brother and all the other fundraisers are doing, uh, this all is, it's not all about just, you know, putting, putting rubber on the road and then going 25 miles. It's about gathering support for the work that the Newman Center does on every day that isn't April 24th, 2021. I mean, just this morning when I walked into work, I got here at 7.30, already there was a men's group in the basement having breakfast together before their weekly rosary that they pray in the chapel before they go to class. I mean, it, it, most people are still at home. Most people are just having their morning coffee. And here these men were doing intentional community and intentional prayer for themselves and for the church. And that's supporting the bike race is, is supporting that. It's supporting uh, the young men and women of the Newman Center in their day-to-day -day, uh, journey of faith, their day-to-day -day work in community. And so if people want to participate and join in, uh, undcatholic.org bike race. You can support one of our fundraisers. You can support Father Luke. You can even donate to support Basil, the dog. I'm sure your listeners in Grand Forks will be familiar with him. He's sort of our unofficial mascot. But that's the bike race. That's when it's happening. And more importantly, that's why it's happening. Wonderful. I am on that page right now, as a matter of fact, and I see Basil the dog. <laughs> that's amazing. I see yours there, too. Your button, Jacob and Luke Tupa. Jacob, we got about uh, 45 seconds left. Any final thoughts for our listeners or any encouragement? No, yeah. Um, I just encourage you all to get involved. It's fun that we can all kind of be involved in that NDSU UND rivalry, and, and it supports uh, a great cause. You know, it's going to the churches, and we're trying to uh, hopefully uh, continue to ignite the fire of faith on campus. And um, yeah, so we just encourage you to get involved if you can in any way, or whether you help out at the race or ride or not. We appreciate any support. Wonderful. And that's undcatholic.org, undcatholic.org. You know, I, I just think it's so important as we close here, guys, just you, you've hit on so many great things. You know, the basis of why we live and what we're doing is, of course, Jesus Christ. And to see the faith coming alive, as you mentioned that, that analogy of the, the charcoal, right? You, you have others in the fire that the flame is burning brightly. I just want to thank each of you for what you're doing there and uh, wish you all the best. Um, I don't even know what, what the, you know, of the 36 years, anyone know who's won the most races by any chance? I don't. You know something, Tim? I don't know that. I'll that's okay. My head. And, and that's okay. It's not really that important, but it kind of is important. But anyway, it, it, it's cool. You see, the important thing is that we are getting together for the Lord. We're uh, providing for a good cause. So thanks again so much, guys. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you All so right. much, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Bet. That's undcatholic.org. And the bike race coming up April 24th. Wow, Therese. Has it been two hours already? Yeah, it goes by fast. I feel like I barely got started. You know, my, my poor wife. I, I must talk for two, three, four hours straight and think I barely got started. She, she's, she's amazing listening to me and taking it in. But anyway, thanks for producing again today. Yeah, I appreciate no it. Problem. You betcha. Thank you for hosting. Absolutely. I bet we probably have another show coming up in the not-too-distant future. Huh? Yes. So the next Real Presence Live is Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. And we will be broadcasting live from the Catholics at the Capitol in St. Paul. Hmm. Um, Heather Carroll and Mark Holcraft will be your hosts. Do you get to in. go down there to, to St. Paul? Um, no, I'm going to be back up here. Still. Oh, but so, they get to yeah, go down but there. But they huh? get to go down. Where's the love? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So then, 
tune in to hear from some of our local bishops and Jason Adkins, Executive Director of the Minnesota Catholic Conference. All that and more is coming up tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Wow, great. And more important than ever, of course, is you, I'd like to thank our guests, you know, Jeff Bates from, from Vita Counseling, uh, Father Shannon Bouquet from Human Life International, and uh, Bruce and Jeannie Hanneman from Elizabeth Ministry, and of course, Jacob and John uh, Gerke from up there at uh, the St. Thomas Aquinas Newman Center. So much important, more than ever, to be living the truth of our Catholic faith. It's, it's so... It's, it's so countercultural. You've always said that. It's kind of cliche, but it's even more so now. The fact that we can't even speak our mind, right, that we get censored, that we get silenced, you know, it's, it's a woke culture, right, is, it, it, it's, it's kind of concerning. But as Father Bouquet said, be not afraid. You know, God is in control. And thank heavens, because when I lay my head in my pillow at night, I don't know about you, Therese, I'm glad God's in control. Because if I were in control, it wouldn't look very good. It kind of reminds me about, uh, I think it was uh, Pope John the Twenty Third, if I remember right, because you know there was there was always difficulties, right? And he would say as he was going to bed, "Lord, this is your church. I'm going to bed." <laughs> and you know, and that's awesome. It's in God's hand. We certainly do what we can by the grace of God, but He's in control. So anyway, Therese, thanks a lot for producing today. I appreciate it. For all of us here at Real Presence Radio, let's make sure that we keep our faith and practice it every day. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.